Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Todd Furman in just a second. Breaking news from college football. Brownie will tell you about it. It's brought to you by New York Butcher Shop. Tell us the breaking news, Brownie. According to Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports, college uh, rules leaders, the college leaders as he words it, but the people who make the rules, today are expected to adopt player-to-coach helmet communication systems, which were used in some of the bowl games, use of tablets on the sideline in at halftime, like the NFL does, and the one that surprises me a little bit this quick, a two-minute warning. That's Yahoo Sports reporting that it looks like college leaders are going to approve the two-minute warning. Yeah, which will bail out a lot of coaches who misuse a timeout every game. They will get one bailout timeout with two minutes left in the half and in the game. Uh, That update of breaking news brought to you by New York Butcher. New York Butcher Shop, great place to pick up for this weekend. I'm going to be heading there in the next few hours. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop, pick up the finest and certified Angus Prime beef steaks, burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, all natural chicken cut to order just for you. The chef prepared entrees, side dishes, perfect dinner to go choice for your family, ready to heat at home. New York Butcher Shop, one stop dinner shop, two locations, Cabo Heights, Highway 119 in Greystone, New York Butcher Shop, rear quality. Well done, sir. And as we go to Furman, let me reword that. This is the recommendation to the Rules Committee. It does have to be voted on by the rules committee so it wouldn't be official today but i think generally that's a formality is they've got the group that recommends it and then they do the formal vote so that may just be a formality todd Furman, bettheboardpodcast.com is with us down with the johnston rvcenter.com hotline what's up Furman? how are you i'm doing well gentlemen and nothing like college football trying to mirror their professional counterparts and it'll change how we go about handicapping totals knowing that you'll get that extra stoppage at the end of the first half and of course in the second half as well you know what's crazy Furman, is they you change the clock rules on when to stop the clock and not to speed up games. Now they're adding an extra timeout, which is going to absolutely slow it back to the pace it was at last year before they changed the rules. I'm curious to see if there are any other adjustments that'll come in. And clearly from what you guys laid out there, they won't be imminent, but in terms of stopping the clock with under, you know, five minutes to go or whatever the parameters were, I can never remember with the fluidity of college football. So it's always interesting that they can't leave well enough alone or get a significant enough sample size to see the kind of overall impact it has on these games that we're making some of these changes year in, year out. It's almost like somebody gets a wild hair and decides, you know what? Those four-and-a-half-hour games we didn't want got shortened to three-and-a-half, but we need to tack on another 15 minutes to get about 37 more TV timeouts into each TV window. Hey, before we get into some of the possible numbers in college basketball this weekend and also uh, some, some odds for the college football playoff next year, I wanted to ask you this on a personal level. I have never had more underdogs go into overtime and not cover than I have this year. And I go back to Saturday and watching Houston dominate in Waco for the first 20 minutes. And then the complete flip opposite where Baylor comes back and dominates the second half and they miss a free throw. And then Houston hits shot at the buzzer that was ultimately waved off. It goes to overtime and Houston covers. Um, Have you been on some of those bad beats as well? You know, overtime is always where the underdog goes to die. Anytime you tack on an additional five minutes, it's typically not going to work out. 
well for a team that's catching points who has done everything they can in their power to keep a game tight over the course of the first 40 minutes. That game on Saturday was interesting because, as you mentioned, I mean, Houston dominates the first half. Baylor finds another gear in the second half to get into it and then just runs out of steam coming up a few points short in that particular contest. But I think it's like anything else. I mean, when you have a dog, the only thing that can happen in overtime is something negative. Uh, and typically you'll see variants end up playing a role in one capacity or another. So when you're talking about a team in that three, four, five point underdog range, you never want that game to go into the extra five minutes. You'd rather see it played on the seesaw and hope something ridiculous happens at the end of regulation to put that game to bed. Have you ever seen anything like the overtime record that Jerome Tang now has? They are 7-0 and this year in overtime. He's 12-0 and lifetime. It's incredible. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, and I know a lot of folks in and around the Kansas State program will say, well, he kind of coaches this mentality. That's a whole lot of garbage. <laughs> uh, the, the bottom line is you get a bounce here, you get a bounce there, but clearly this is working with a little bit of borrowed time, and you know, somewhere along the way, it does go into a different mentality where his players feel comfortable in those kind of situations, but the record that they've been able to put together in Manhattan is unlike anything I've seen. Uh, so unfortunately, from a betting perspective, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do with it, but it's been fun to watch, uh, except if you're on the other side of those Kansas State games, knowing that once you go past 40 minutes, it's probably not going to work out real well for you. Uh, so Alabama loses by 20 in Knoxville. Here comes the flip-around game in Tuscaloosa uh, tomorrow night in primetime and, and basically for the regular season SEC championship or at least control of your own destiny. Uh, how, do you, how do you turn it around if you're Alabama? How do you see this game playing out? You know, we see these games all the time in college basketball where one game on an opponent's home court, suddenly you get it back in your building and the number is significantly shorter uh, than what you saw the first time around. And you mentioned what unfolded back on January 20th, a 20-point loss for the Crimson Tide, you know, giving up 90-plus points in that contest. And I think when you look at the number and where it will open tomorrow, you could see Alabama right around a pick maybe in that minus one range. I would be surprised uh, if the Vols actually opened as a favorite in this contest for at Coleman Coliseum but should be one hell of a game. Uh, Alabama, though, is going to have to put together a hell of a lot better 40 minutes than what we saw in Oxford. I know they came away with a 15-point win, but you don't want to dig yourself a 10-point hole even over the course of the first 10 minutes. So should be one great game. I don't see a huge edge to be found. If anything, I lean towards Alabama, given how prolific they've been offensively this season, especially at home. But Tennessee has been a bit of a revelation, uh, in my opinion. You look at a team that has typically struggled with Rick Barnes to score in the half court, but Dalton Neck has given them a little bit more on the offensive side, and the Vols come in fresh off of a narrow cover in their own right with that 92-84 win against Auburn where they snuck outside the number uh, with some of that late-game variance that college basketball betters know all too well. So Dalton Connect, we were just talking about him, and he's hard not to talk about, especially coming off that 39-point performance. Uh, The individual player props, how often do you look at them, and what is Vegas doing right now with Connect's player props? Rarely, if at all, uh, and that's a me thing more than anybody else when it comes to limits and some of the liquidity. When you're talking about college basketball players, you just can't really move enough money to make it a part of your day-to-day uh, this time of year. Now, when you get deeper into the NCAA tournament, you know, Sweet 16 on in, you'll find some opportunity to actually be able to bet into those. But I haven't actually tracked some of the numbers that are out there. I can tell you, looking at how they typically price the market, that if a player is going to score north of 20 points like he's done, you know, in three out of his last five games, you'll cash those tickets in college basketball more often than not. 
but the reality of it is uh, you look at his scoring averages for the season, and most odds makers, even in the marquee games, especially the ones played in the bright spotlight, will typically go off of season averages. So for those folks who know the X's and O's and the matchups a little bit better, uh, they'll find themselves a competitive advantage, and it's why books kind of limit what players are able to get down, especially those with a demonstrated edge. Todd Furman with us, bettheboardpodcast.com, at Todd Furman on Twitter. You also see him uh, on CBS, and you can get all the games at bettheboardpodcast.com. I wanted to ask you about odds to win the NCAA tournament on the basketball side. I know we also have some college football playoff odds to get to, but on the basketball side, we uh, Taylor sent these out earlier today from mybookie.ag. Um, you, you know, the odds, I don't have to read these to you, but where do I get some value? Auburn is plus 1975, Alabama plus 2300 for our in-state teams. Where do you, Tennessee plus 1275, where do you see some value in odds to win the NCAA tournament? You know, what's uh, emerged is kind of the dominant storyline, at least over the last couple weeks, and probably not even that, I'll say the full season, uh, is how much better it appears that, you know, the Purdue's, the Yukons, and the Houston's may be than the rest of the field. So I think it's always important when you get this late in the season, unless you've seen a team with your own eyes or someone that's flying a little bit under the radar, that you don't really want to run and create a whole lot of unnecessary exposure and liability in the futures market until you know exactly what that road is going to look like to potentially get to the championship and cut down the nets because one of these teams will find themselves on the same part of the draw. And if you believe that Houston, Purdue, and UConn are all a cut above everyone else in college basketball before we get to the Alabamas, the Tennessees, the volatility that has been Arizona, the up-and-down season that we've grown uh, accustomed to seeing from North Carolina, that you may want to wait uh, and try and find a more favorable path. So that's kind of my suggestion there, rather than trying to run and beat some of the odds makers before Selection Sunday that'll come up just a few short weeks from now. Well, my headphones were going in and out, so you said Marquette? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Dunaway, that becomes the key. I'd like to know who you like in the futures market, and then we can steer clear of them and find a creative way to at least knock certain teams out of their capabilities Uh-oh. to try and be able to win the national championship. Here, here it comes. Everybody back uh, off. Here it comes. I don't, know, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I did, did I hear Marquette? Marquette's the answer, I believe, you're looking for. Marquette. Yeah. I mean, given what Shaka Smart has done in the NCAA tournament, clearly you have a lot more confidence <laughs> in him than what I do. Everyone remembers that improbable run at VCU. It hasn't exactly been in a deep run in March under Shaka's leadership at some of his other spots along the way. How many times do you watch Marquette this yeah, year? Yeah, so Marquette is the answer. Uh, how Marquette. many times have you watched him? Oh, I've uh, broken down their game tape. Does even know where Marquette is located? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Mar- again. Marquette is, uh, is in the Upper Peninsula of Wisconsin. <laughs> yes, it's in uh, Milwaukee. No, that- I know Marquette. Yeah, okay. I just want to double check that you know where in Wisconsin it's located because we go through this all the time. It becomes a valuable geography lesson doing this segment on Friday. And college basketball offers a lot more opportunity for us to place 300 plus schools than what we get with college football, where I have the utmost confidence that you know where most of the 130 plus Division One teams are located. Just listen. You come back with all this piss and vinegar when you have more when you have more rum in your blood than you have white blood cells right now. You come back from your vacation. Vacation, sand and your toes in the sand and all that. Uh, Auburn's at home after what I thought was a gutsy effort in Knoxville. A game, really, I, the last 12 minutes, they let get away. They should have won the basketball game. Now a tricky, tough game to come down from the game at Knoxville at home against Mississippi State. What do you think of this game? Uh, 
been a revenge spot for, for them as well, when, having lost in Starkville 64-58 in late January as well. Uh, you're looking at Auburn right around that double-digit threshold. I expect them to open in that 8, 8.5 range uh, for the trip against the Bulldogs. Meanwhile, Mississippi State, a team on the other side, I mean, they put together one of their more complete efforts, just didn't have enough to get over the hump late against Kentucky. Their defense kind of let them down over the final quarter of the game, giving them 33 points during that particular stretch. Uh, and you look at this Mississippi State team. We know you know, that they have a couple of guys that can fill it up, but not a ton of depth. Uh, I think this is a get-right game for, game for Auburn. So if they're able to get out early against Mississippi State, uh, wouldn't shock me at all if the Bulldogs were still feeling a little bit of that letdown factor that could be very much be in play. And I think Auburn can win this game going away. Furman, the other day, it was Wednesday, we were talking about odds in college football to make the 12-team playoff. And I remember there was a day when Nick Saban was minus close to 200 to get into a four-team playoff. Alabama, there was only nine teams that were minus. Alabama was on the outside of that. I don't know if Dunaway still got this in front of him, but Alabama was plus 225 to make a 12-team playoff. They had longer odds than teams like Tennessee. Um to me, that, that it blows me away. Kalen DeBoer has done nothing but win. If Nick Saban was still the head coach, they would be one of those minus teams. To me, I don't know if they get there or not, but it seems like you're getting value with plus 225. I think the big question right now that oddsmakers and a lot of the college football world has in ter- is in terms of what that Alabama roster is going to look like when they get through the spring and if there will be any other defections. We know a couple of the key contributors that left in the wake of Nick Saban's retirement that a lot of them didn't see coming. But to your point, you look at Kalen DeBoer and what he's been able to do at various stops along the way, and this guy just flat out wins. But that doesn't mean the betting market has to buy into that mentality. And we've seen the price move for the Alabama-Georgia game. You've seen their win total tick down a shade. And this is one of the lowest win totals going into the year that we've seen on Alabama. With a 9.5 that's out there, I mean, I came on and told you guys last year that I bet Alabama under 10.5 wins a season ago. I didn't think that roster was quite where they had been felt extremely comfortable when they lost to Texas outright as more than a touchdown favorite in that game. And then, of course, we see how things unfold at Jordan-Hare, which ripped my ticket to absolute shreds. In terms of the odds to make the college football playoff, it's always interesting because when you see change in the game and with the expanded field now going to 12, we're not sure how this thing is going to get voted on. You have to imagine that the Blue Bloods are going to get a leg up. And I actually think in some of those markets, there's more value in betting some of the power programs that are going to be given a mulligan, if not two, to try and get there instead of taking the long shots. Because what we've seen in some of these markets, and this may be getting a little too inside baseball, is that what odds makers will do is they'll actually deflate some of the long shots, and they're more than happy to take bets on some of that prohibitive chalk because the recreational player that gets involved you know, six to nine months before the season starts isn't as likely to lay a price of minus $2 on a team that we think has an inside track. They're looking for you know, a 15 or 20 to 1 shot where they can put up a little bit to make a lot, kind of hoping for chaos. And over time, especially in a sport where the cream rises to the top, we just haven't seen that play out. I think the other big question is, you know, when we look at the college football playoff with 12 teams, I mean, no, it's not going to expand yet, but it feels like an SEC and Big Ten Invitational. So if you believe in the Tennessees, the Old Misses, the Georgias, and Alabamas, uh, you're going to put yourself in a very advantageous position that those teams will be given every benefit of the doubt to try and be playing meaningful postseason football in the new format. Shaka Smart's first trip to the NCAA tournament, he went to the Final Four. Since then... 
He's only seen anything past the round of 32 on CBS. So, that's your guy. So, Mark gets the answer. <laughs> Brownie, Dunaway doesn't let details get in the way of a <laughs> good narrative he? and a yarn that he's trying to weave. The only coach that makes Shaka Smart's NCAA tournament resume um, look pretty good would be Rick Barnes. So, wow. there you go. Those are two that share a common denominator in terms of their <laughs> postseason futility along Matt the way. Matt Painter. Matt Painter ain't great. That's true. That's a very good point. Yep. But, you know, everyone believes in the Purdue mirroring Virginia narrative, loses to a 16 seed, and then do the unthinkable, come back to win a national championship. But until proven otherwise, I'm with you guys. I can't buy into running an offense in the modern era of college basketball, going through a big man, uh, knowing that if you get cold from the outside, Purdue could find themselves on the outside looking in. All right, he is Todd Furman. BetTheBoardPodcast.com. BetTheBoardPodcast.com. At Todd Furman on Twitter. Oh, before you go, Furman, uh, you, you follow crypto. Dunaway's a crypto magnate around here. <laughs> Uh, Bitcoin, will it break the, uh, will it break the ceiling, you think? Uh, you know, the way things are going right now, and you look at the ETF inflows uh, that we've seen, the more and more brokerages that get involved in this, the Morgan Stanleys, the Fidelities, I know Vanguard has been one of the main holdouts there. Anytime you start to see the retail contingent get involved, it's always a good sign. But one interesting note, reading an article yesterday, keep tabs on where Coinbase is as a good litmus test in terms of the app download. Once it starts to move into the top five, then we know we've reached a retail saturation point, and that probably indicates where the recent run-up and stealing may come in you know, over the next seven to ten days. Yeah, and I think tax refund season affects it too, right? A lot of people get their tax refunds and make uh, splurges in the, uh, in the crypto market when there's big stories like this. It definitely doesn't hurt. The other time of year that we've seen run-ups in the past is right around that Thanksgiving Christmas holiday, yep. whether it's FOMO and people talking amongst uh, their friends and colleagues, things have seen that. And you also have a big event coming up uh, with the halving, which will change some of the hash rate there and some of the processing power. So a good time to be invested in crypto. It's amazing that Dunaway, knowing that he's got 200 coins stashed away, still comes in to grace you guys with right his up. presence every single day <laughs> to talk sports on radio and make these proclamations that Marquette will be a national champion in college basketball. I do it for the people, and uh, I would also tell you that I believe those of you that do have coins, these fake, this fake currency, uh-huh. I believe you all talk it up so the price goes up so that you can sell it to the people who are listening to you and buy into this way, fake I'll, narrative. I will send you an article that somebody sent me that this is all uh, on the dark web. This is where Bitcoin came from, and it's been around for 20-plus years. Yeah, But it doesn't exist, right? Oh, it exists. Can I put, can I, can I put it in my it's pocket? Can I use it to mark my ball? This, this can I put out? a Bitcoin down and mark my ball so I don't get in somebody's way on the putting green? <laughs> No, you cannot. You cannot. Uh, the yeah. silence tells you. So you say it's nefarious on the dark web? That's what the deal is? I mean, is? it's the article somebody sent me. Uh, I mean, okay. I don't know how legitimate right. it is. All right, well, when me and Furman are, you know, we're living at the beach and y'all are still working. Just just we'll let the, us, we'll let us come down one week in a year. Furman, will you let them visit after what they've said about you here? You know, I'm, I'm not sure. You know, Brownie, when we get houses next to each other down there in Destin, uh, we can make them come during the wintertime so they can't reap the benefits of the best right. weather of the That's year. That's right. We'll give you the bad months. All right, Furman, have a good weekend. Thank you. Uh, always a pleasure, guys. Enjoy the great game in Tuscaloosa tomorrow night. All right, buddy. Take care. Furman with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Don't forget right now, Johnston RV Center. Uh, you could buy, I bet you Nick would sell you one on Bitcoin. Dunaway, if you want to go up there and buy you an RV <laughs> I bet Bitcoin. he would not. 
I'll, I'll ask Nick. Would he accept Bitcoin? Yeah. for? I, I'm going to say Nick will not. Okay. Uh, Johnston RV Center, I-65 exit 304 in Coleman, 334 in Decatur. Only one way to find out. You go visit them and say, Nick, we take some Bitcoin for this RV. Uh, they got great prices right now just coming off those shows. They did so well at the shows. And a lot of people have been out there to look at the shows. So the pricing is still really, really good, even though we're out of show month. It's always going to be good there at Johnston RV Center. Don't forget RV Warranty Forever. Everything you buy... That is new or under one year used at Johnston RV. They uh, cover it with a lifetime warranty. New or under two years used at Johnston RV covered by a lifetime warranty. Where else do you get that? I-65, exit 304 in Coleman, 334 in Decatur. Always online, johnstonrvcenter.com. LT's getting ready to No, I was just saying, have you guys ever, have you ever been on the dark web? Do you know anybody that's been on the dark web? How do you get get to the dark web? web. You don't want to get there. Uh, Is it an app? No. Like I, I, I would think that Tyler or Launchpad knows how to do this. So Maddie was in software security. So in school, they studied part of the dark web. So they had to go on there. Okay, like, like, could I hand this? You to know, Lunsford, and Lunsford could log on to the dark Kenny, web with this? Boy, your identity might be gone in a second. I, I, the story I read last night, this dude... <laughs> I think my Facebook proves it already is. <laughs> well, he gets on the dark web for something. He goes to Five Guys to pick up lunch. When he gets back... There's a video that they've sent him of him and five guys buying his food. Wow. All right. So just a quick yes, no, Rockstar. Could Lunsford or Tyler get us on the dark web? Did either one of them say I yes? I got a yes. Oh, boy. From I got which, y'all a hot mic if y'all either one From which one? Talking. Both. Live torture, cannibalism. I don't um, want that. Yeah, I'm I don't just saying that. it's it's nothing you want. There's what? nothing positive about the dark why, web. Why, why do why does it even exist? Because you got a bunch of weirdos out there. Why, yeah, do, why do people torture why people? Do, why, why do we as a society... Because you can go buy somebody's identity right now. Why would we not as a society, society use that to track all these people down in the world and eliminate them. I think people try to, but the problem is these guys are so smart that are able to get like, on the dark web and have these domains where you don't know where they actually originate. Yeah, out of. but I think we should get the greatest minds in America. Oh, well, you don't have Superman without Lex Luthor. And, 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 uh-huh. t- and track down people who are eating people and other things they're doing on the dark web and uh, eliminate them. Well, the problem is it's usually a bunch of freakos that – like I saw this one documentary you guys would love. This was really uplifting about the guy that wanted to be eaten, so he found a guy on the dark web to eat him. Yeah. That was a trash story years Should, ago. Shouldn't exist. Shouldn't exist. The it's dark a, web just should stay. not exist. So there's a documentary on it too, Rocky. It's I it's think disturbing. the story is just good enough. For me. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm I cool. It's a hard no, pass it for me. Shouldn't exist. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't think there's, I don't know, there's there's obviously not a way to regulate so, it. I don't know if you could ever shut so it So in Jimmy's America, you just track him down and go and put the bullet in him? No, in Jimmy's world, that would no, be they, what America does. Yeah. Okay, we just track him down and put a bullet in him. the way it should be, but I don't yeah. think you can track but, these people down. I don't know no. if we need to put a bullet in them. Well, you said eliminate them. No, we can do it with Yeah, poison. Troy's right. That's okay. the whole point of the we dark can, web we is where you fire. can't be tracked. Yeah, they can't be tracked. They're on the dark web. Mm. You can't track anything on the dark web. Sure. It's dark. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> Did you get that hat on the dark web? <laughs> You'll have to ask John and Lauren that. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll hear from Hugh Freeze and uh, a couple of college football odds that I think are, are important when it comes to the conference races next year, or excuse me, this year, this upcoming season, which, by the way, we're only 176 days away from week zero of college football. We got the news yesterday on when they're going to lay out where are they going to lay out the uh, the SEC media days? We found out when the coaches were speaking on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So all really entertaining stuff in college football this time of year. We'll talk about it next as we continue on. The show being brought to you by Storm 
Restoration Roofing. If you haven't had your roof inspected in the last few years, especially after the uh, winter we've had, it's a good time to call Greg Nelson and Storm Restoration Roofing today, 205-542-3531. 542-3531 for a free no-cost roof inspection. He can also check the length of your roof, replace it if it's old. Uh, tell you maybe that you got two, three, four more years left in that roof. It can repair storm damage. He's a local guy. He's owned this company, he and his wife. It's been locally owned for over 20 years. The crews are local. He's local. He'll keep it local in uh, in contact with you. A-plus rated with a better business bureau and insurance companies trust him. The number is 205-542-3531. Or look him up on Facebook, Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing. Follow the next round on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Next Round Live. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. There are so many things I love about walk-ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And, of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with walk-ons. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about my friends at Michelson Laser Vision, located conveniently UAB Highlands. Almost 20 years ago, I went in for the procedure. Only took 12 minutes for both eyes. When I went in, I had 2200 vision. I was legally blind. Now I have 2015 vision, still 19 years later. Make the call today. Schedule a hassle-free consultation. 969-8100. Dr. Mark Michelson, Dr. Jen Michelson, Michelson Laser Vision. Make sure you tell them the next round sent you. 969-8100 or Michelson laservision.com. The World Wide Web is a large place. Find all your favorite people and content in the same spot. Nextroundlive.com is full of wonderful tidbits about the show you know and love. Find our gear, listen to your favorite personalities, follow our socials, and enjoy your trip to nextroundlive.com. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. Just because you've quit going to the gym, it doesn't mean that you have to quit gym altogether. Dunaway, that is. With our next round podcasts open 24-7, 365, you can access gym anytime you'd like. While you may have done away with your treadmill routine, our version of Dunaway is standing by ready to get you back to your absolute best. Find all that lovely Jimmy D-led content on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and in the podcast section of nextroundlive.com. This message is sponsored by Jimmy Crypto Inc. and Jimmy Crypto for President. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty. Almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call. GutterCapBirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now. 205-823-2212. Cap it. Don't snap it. It's Gutter Cap.
Back with you on the next round as we uh, continue on getting ready for uh, the big weekend in basketball. College game day tomorrow morning in Tuscaloosa. Taylor will be there on our social media platforms covering that for us at Next Round Live. And then her and I both will be at the game tomorrow night covering that pre- and post-game. So all-day coverage from Tuscaloosa on at Next Round Live if you'd like to follow us here tomorrow. LT and I actually starting the day with the uh, the fine folks at the oh. chili cook-off tomorrow. <laughs> Did I just remind you? No, no, no. <laughs> I've got it on the counter. I've got the uh, packet that Robbie and the guys dropped off to us earlier this week. I'm looking forward to that. I was telling Jack yesterday, Jack might come down there with me. I haven't done this in seven years. Like, the last time was legitimately 2017. And I think Rocky was coming off the night before because I saw some friends out there. They had gone to see the Queen Black Jacket Symphony. And I can't believe that was all the way back in 2017. Um, they had seen you in Talladega. Oh, yeah, we did two oh, nights wow. in Talladega. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Exceptional Foundation, a great organization in Homewood here in central Alabama. So a fundraiser. So if you're in what used to be Brookwood Mall, I don't know if they still call that area Brookwood Mall, that parking lot uh, tomorrow morning, if you want some chili, come by and it all goes to a great cause. And LT and I will be part of about a thousand judges judging a thousand different chilies uh tomorrow i, I don't know how many years well, in a row i've done it but... meet do you have a big breakfast before <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the thing is i think we're the second round and i think it's me you sisler our buddy will lock me and there was one other oh i didn't know i was in the second round i usually try to go first round you don't want to do first round. Oh, uh, yeah, because you get some bad chili. Yeah, no, second round. Why would you want to go first round? Uh, because I always thought that's a. Uh, it's it's more of a more of a roller coaster. I like I like the <laughs> the ups and the downs. Yeah, the surprising well, horrible ones. Again, once you once you get to the good, you've eliminated the bad yeah, ones. Then the, it's just all good chili. Well, <laughs> the second round's still going to have some shaky in there. I think they saved the final round for the the. Uh, the actual people that know something? Yeah, I mean, people that are actually in the industry. I know yeah. our friend Will Haver from Taco Mama and Odie's fame. He's been one of the final judges before. They want that more refined palate. They'll just throw us out there, give us a beer, wash it down, we're good to go. You know, truthfully, why I've never wanted to do the second round? Why? Is because the the canister of the first round chilies are passed to the second round and then passed to the final. Somebody's already eaten out of it? Yeah, it is. Hey, there's no way. I think it is. Well, maybe because nobody goes for, like, you... Take one spoon. There's yeah, a million of those little spoons. Spoon. You yeah. throw the spoon away, so nobody's going to double dip. Yeah. You assume. Wow. There's, I mean, have you, since you've done it, have you gone, damn, that was good. Let me get another bite of that. I do get extra bites, but I get a new spoon, usually. Usually. But I think somebody has forgotten before. One year the they table. ran out of spoons, I think, if I remember. Oh, there's no way. Yeah, I'm just saying. They That'd part- be like Jimmy John's running out of bread. When's that ever <laughs> part of the, Part of the show being brought to you by our friends at Redmond. Redmond Vodka, Redmond Distilling. Uh, a great product to pick up this weekend. Let's say that great with chili. have a couple of cocktails tonight to unwind after the long work week. Maybe tomorrow morning when you get up before the chili cook-off, maybe you want to have a little Bloody Mary, a little mimosa where you throw that extra shot of Red Mop Vodka on the top. You can pick it up right now, local package in ABC stores, including Beverage Place, Pink Package. It's eight times distilled. It's gluten-free. It's a local product. Uh, pick it up today. Ask for it by name. It's Red Mop Vodka. Emily Grace McWhorter down in Auburn yesterday as the uh, Auburn coaches and players begin to talk as their spring drills continue on. Here's Hugh Freeze getting asked yesterday about how his program is different right now than it was one year ago. Here's you. What's the biggest difference you've seen from a program standpoint from day day one of spring last year? Not on the necessarily on the field, but just overall one year in heading into spring yeah. number two. Accountability. 
uh, no question to the little things. Um, it uh, <clears throat> it seemed that uh, we were just way too casual about um, our approach and 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 a lot of things to me, and that's not an indication on that's an indication on staff, players, all of us, and. Um, I think the kids sensed it. I think we sensed it, and and that's in our meetings in January. We said we can't take that approach. So I think that's the biggest difference I've seen thus far. Is just uh, there's a different energy too that comes with that, and to know there's just there's no compromise. Um, we hold each other accountable, and if you're one of the ones being held accountable and you don't like it, that's part of life. And um, because we agreed that this was the standard. And, and so I think that's the biggest difference I see. Uh, last impressions are real. Um, if I asked you guys, this thing could have flipped so easily. They go six and seven in his first year, three consecutive losses to end the year. More than not, if you play New Mexico State, and I know New Mexico State, the Aggies won that game going away, but if you played that game over with Auburn 100% focus, they probably win that game. They've just got better athletes. It's in Jordan Hare. 99 out of 100. Yeah, if the crowd would have known, they would have gotten behind it. Fourth and 23 beats you. Fourth and 31. 31. Yeah, fourth and 31 beats you. Um, Then you lose a bowl game where if you would have won both those games, if you go in with 100% focus, you probably beat Maryland. And how different... Is the perception if you were nine and four coming off year one and beating in state Alabama for for Auburn? Oh, no, it's, it's a totally you're, different. You're right. He's probably not saying things like, "Oh, we were too casual last year." You know, nine and four. And I think they're a Alabama. dark horse contender like Missouri. Yeah, nine and four. You've beaten Alabama and whoa, in that whoa, whoa, whoa. dark horse contender like Missouri to get to a college football playoff. I think if if I mean Hugh Freeze to me is much more proven than Eli Drinkwitz. And Auburn is a much more proven product traditionally over the years than Missouri. I'm saying if they would have won nine games with Missouri winning ten games, I think it would be the same thing. Missouri will start the year out when the first AP poll comes out in August, somewhere between 12 and 16. Yeah, I would say in the top 15. I was going to say 10 to 15, but okay. yeah, That's 12 and 16 is where I think they'll be because they're still Missouri and they don't have the street cred. I mean, LSU may be ahead of them just because of street cred. Um, if Auburn was coming off a nine and four, I would not be surprised. Oh, if Auburn was nine and four, yeah, yeah. no doubt. But and maybe that's know. good that they're not. You but know, pa- I don't. I don't know. Peyton Thorne's their quarterback. Here's Hugh on uh, if it's Peyton's job to lose. Well, I, every spot is wide open in my mind right now. Now, let me be clear. I think Peyton has done an incredible job since January of taking the leadership role and setting the standard. Do I think it's his to lose? Yes. But um, he's got to go earn it every day. And uh, we're not in a position where we can just say that it's it's given to somebody. He, he's got to, you know, we're changing uh, our whole verbiage, our whole system back to what I'm comfortable with. And um, I need to see who has the best grasp on that. I don't understand that, by the way. What? We're changing our whole verbiage and our whole system back to what I'm comfortable with. How the hell did you not do that the first year? This first year is very puzzling to me with Hugh Freeze. Like, I think Auburn fans, the Auburn fans that wanted him, and he was far from a popular hire, but the Auburn fans that wanted him wanted him because of his offensive acumen and offensive system. 100%. I would have made Philip Montgomery. Was he not? I thought he was a popular hire. No, there were a lot of Auburn fans that did not like his past. Off yeah. the field and did not want him I as think part there, of Auburn football. There were, there were a few of those. No, I thought I, was you're, a, you're, you're, you're wait, these are the same that here. wanted Lane Kiffin? Huh? Yeah. Wait, yep. so I, I'm confused on how you could want Lane Kiffin, but then you don't want 
Hugh because of his past. That makes zero sense. I'm I'm not trying to make it make sense. I'm just telling you there were a significant number of Auburn fans that did not want him because of his past. I remember a majority, majority wanted him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put percentages on it. I don't know, but there was a group. But to your point, just like with Gus Malzahn, I never understood. Why is Gus Malzahn your coach if you don't want him calling plays? Exactly. Because he doesn't do anything for me as a leader of men or a head coach or a CEO. I like Gus Malzahn because of his offense. That's why I would want him as my head coach. I like Hugh Freeze because of his offense. And listen, I understand that he had to recruit or he had to rebuild a program or maybe he didn't want to call plays. But my goodness, it better be my offense, my verbiage, and Philip Montgomery learns my verbiage and, uh, yeah. and my offense, and then you go call my offense. I don't want to be in year two putting my verbiage and my offense in finally when we should have done that in year one, which was a transition well, year anyway. It feels like a deflection to me. Does it not you? It I, does. It, it, may it, feel, be. it feels like I'm not going to take, I'm not going to wear last year. I'm going to put that blame on something else. This year is going to be different. I don't know why you need a deflection. There wasn't a lot of expectation. You don't, but he's done it numerous times. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem's going to be if you have another six win or seven win season and Peyton Thorne plays like he did last year. If I'm an Auburn fan, I'm like, why in the hell is he still the quarterback? Now, again, maybe he's seeing something we aren't seeing with Peyton Thorne, and he has a magical season. Well, you can be a better quarterback when you got better people around you. Oh, there's and no doubt about it. his receivers are going to be better. But there the were, offensive line, you hope, is better. The running backs prove themselves, blah, 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 blah. You think that you can be better at quarterback if everyone else is better. I don't deny that. I'm, that's pretty obvious. But what I would say, though, is you could have gone out and gotten much better quarterbacks than Peyton Thorne. I would think so. I mean, Miami was able to get one. Notre Dame was able to get one. Auburn should be right there, at least in the bidding war for those. And from what I heard, and you guys probably heard the same thing, is Hugh Freeze didn't want to go out and bid for one of these quarterbacks. He was content with Peyton Thorne. So my point is, if Peyton Thorne, with better weapons around him, is still the same Peyton Thorne that I've seen for years, um, that's going to be on Hugh Freeze. Um, Auburn spring continues. Alabama starts on Monday. LT, tell us about the Sports Betting Alliance and the bill that is working its way through Montgomery. It's a very important time if you're in favor of sports gambling and other wagering in the state of Alabama. And then I'll talk to you about some odds to win the SEC and other conferences all coming up in this segment. Yeah, get on it. Uh, Make that phone call today. Again, it's Friday, so State Senator might be leaving a little early, but I will give you that number shortly. The Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on lottery, casinos, sports betting, but they need to hear from you. Do you realize Alabama one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this week and imagine sitting on your couch tomorrow you're getting ready for Alabama and Tennessee tomorrow night and you can play player props sides totals so much fun call your state senator today tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill for more information go to the sports betting alliance.org paid for by the sports betting alliance sports betting alliance.org or here is that number 334-261-0800 that's 334-261-0800 call them today uh brown mentioned the fan duel odds to win the sec earlier this week with Ole miss ahead of alabama with better odds to win the sec championship than alabama was um how many teams do you think are ahead of auburn in the odds to win the SEC championship. If uh, there were three, Georgia, Texas, and Ole Miss ahead of Alabama, how many do you think are ahead of Auburn in betting odds from FanDuel to Uh, win the SEC championship? I would say Alabama, obviously, is. We know that. That's four. I would say uh, Tennessee is. That makes five. 
I would say Missouri is. That makes six. I think it's seven or eight. Yeah, I think there might be one more. I just don't know who it would yeah, be. It's Maybe Georgia, LSU. Missouri, it's Tennessee, it's Alabama, it's Ole Miss, it's LSU, it's A&M, and then yeah. is it Auburn? Here I got it is. South I'm Carolina. Is, is it Florida? I think Auburn is eight. Okay, Georgia at plus 185, Texas at plus 300, Ole Miss at plus 650, Alabama at plus 950, LSU at plus 950. Here comes Tennessee. Tennessee at plus 1100. Missouri at plus 1500. A&M. Texas A&M at plus 2000. Oklahoma at plus 4000. Yeah, I forgot about Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And, yeah. and, and Auburn at plus 5000. So yeah. that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams. Yeah, but I would have, I don't know about you guys, I feel like I would have all of those teams in front of Auburn. And so if you think Auburn can in year two roll uh, roll a special season plus 5,000 at FanDuel. I found the other conferences very interesting as well. Uh, ACC favorites. I mean, Clemson and Florida State. Yeah, Florida State's yeah. going to be top. Clemson second, right? Uh, tied, actually. Tied, at plus yeah. 280 okay. as of uh, this morning. Uh, Miami third at plus 450. Louisville at plus 470. My sneaky playoff contender. Especially if they had two bids, uh, and <laughs> so then down Marquette and hoops and Louisville and football. Right? <laughs> everybody else is plus one thousand uh, to win the conference in the Big Ten. No surprise, it's Ohio State plus one fifty five. Who's second? Uh, that would be Oregon. Well, I would do Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. Oregon. Oregon is plus two fifty. I'm, I'm more interested. Pretty close, by the way. Third. Yeah. One fifty plus two fifty. That's pretty uh, darn third close. is going to be Michigan. I think it. It is Michigan because of street cred, plus 400. Then it's going to be, believe it or not, Washington. Or Penn State. Penn Penn State, State, then Washington, then USC. Washington is over plus 1,000. USC is plus 2,300. It was 25 to 1 a couple of days ago. And to me, you're getting value there. So that means 23 to 1, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think you're getting some value. I, I don't know what to expect. You're losing one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of that program. But this is a pivotal year for a guy that traditionally wins 10-plus games every single year. If you think the SEC is pretty wild that you have one, two, three, four, five teams under plus 1,000, under 10-1 to to win the conference championship, it's even wilder in the Big 12. They, too, have five to win it, but you don't have a plus 185 uh, to win it at all. It's a plus 340 for Utah, a plus 360 for Kansas State, a plus 650 for Kansas, a plus 750 for Arizona, and a plus 850 for Texas Tech. UCF is more than plus 1,000. Yeah, I do think it's going to be one of those top three teams, though. One of those top three? Yeah, I think it will be Utah, Kansas State, or Kansas. All that from FanDuel. How amazing would that be if Kansas gets in a college football playoff the first year of expansion? (laughs) And remember, all this talk about a 14-team playoff and three automatic bids here, two automatic bids, that's, uh, that's only 2026 and beyond if that passes. This year... Is the what was everyone was excited about the twelve team playoff, which is the least talked about playoff scenario in the history of man. Now, it's the twelve team playoff this year, where top four conference champions and a group of five conference champion, and then seven wild cards will end up being what the playoff is uh, of the highest ranked teams. That, that's all still to come. So at least one representative from the ACC and the Big Twelve this year, at least one from the SEC and the Big Ten. But we expect a ton more. 
in the wild card or the bonus teams there. Uh, we approach the top of the hour. More basketball when we come back. Show being brought to you by our friends at MyBookie, MyBookie.ag. We'll also knock out four downs in the next segment as well. Don't forget code next round when you sign on at MyBookie.ag. People asking us, you heard Furman's thoughts on the Alabama-Tennessee line. People ask, is the point spread out yet? No, it's not. It is not out yet. But MyBookie.ag, once it comes out, you can play right there. You can use code next round when you sign on. And you get that sign-on bonus. You win once with it. It is yours and yours forever there for mybookie.ag. It's not one of those you got to win five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. You could play uh, the Live Golf this weekend if you want to, the PGA Tour, the NASCAR, NBA, college basketball. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.ag. The important thing to remember, though, is code next round when you sign on at mybookie.ag because with code next round, you get that sign on bonus. Mybookie.ag, code next round. That is mybookie.ag, code next round. Follow LT on Twitter at TheLanceTaylor. It's that time of year again. The Legacy Swap and Drop promotion is back. It's bigger than ever. Swap your current auto loan or RV loan to Legacy and drop your interest rate and monthly payment. Don't miss out on this opportunity to save big with our friends at Legacy Credit Union. Not a member yet? That's okay. You too can save by becoming a member today. Head over to SwapAndDrop.com. Apply in minutes. That's SwapAndDrop.com. Or visit one of their nine greater Birmingham area branches. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCU. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205 542 3531, it's Storm Restoration Roofing. You never know what we're up to here at the next round. The easiest way to stay in the know with our antics and adventures is to follow the next round across all social media platforms at Next Round Live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Whether it's Dunaway sleeping in the studio, Tim and Lunsford breaking down the latest movie release, or Game Day Chronicles, we are here to keep you updated on the latest sports news while, of course, having just a little bit of fun. Follow at Next Round Live across all platforms to join in. Tournament time is almost here, but anytime is a great time to jump on with MyBookie.ag. When you sign up at MyBookie.ag, use code NEXTROUND for a special sign-on bonus. You can use that bonus right away. Win once with it. It is yours and yours forever. Not like some of the sites that make you win 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 times before you keep the bonus. You win once at MyBookie.ag. It is yours forever. Basketball tournaments, NBA, the start of Major League Baseball, NASCAR, and golf. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag. Code NEXTROUND. Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. 
Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus Prime Beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop. Rare quality, well-done service. Hang out with the next round on the go. Whether you're driving to work, running errands, sitting on the beach, or you just need a break from the real world, we can keep you company. Check out the next round, Mystery Fifth Hour, and our other shows on your favorite podcast app. We'll meet you there. Okay, sometimes things happen and we have to uh, audible at the line of scrimmage. So I'm about to do that. We'll do... uh, more basketball and four downs in the next segment. We have some developing news we will get to momentarily after LT tells us about Dr. B. But before you uh, before you tell us about Dr. B, congratulations, man. A whole month I appreciate of alcohol-free. It. Yeah, this is my first drink in 31 days. The last time I had, I've got a Stella. I just poured it from our keg up here. Um, in the Next Round Studios, last time I had a beer, we were doing trivia on a Wednesday night. I guess it was January 31st. And so, yeah. Bama I mean, go to overtime? What's that? <laughs> Did Bama go to overtime? Uh, Bama probably, yeah. It seems like they go to overtime every Wednesday night. But yeah, it's my first beer. Yeah. So excited about it. First yeah. beer pulled from the keg, and we appreciate our friends at Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Also the king of beers, Budweiser, and uh, all of our fine folks at Adams Beverage here locally. Who have brought LT back after one month. 29 days, including a leap day. 29 days. Yeah. I don't feel any better. Yeah. The color seems to be returning to your cheeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dr. B, though. When I started to thin out, that was the name everyone said. I do the non-invasive treatment three times, 30 minutes each time on the couch. Saw him doing the hair is more than doubled in thickness for more than 20 years. Women and men have turned to Dr. Beckenstein for a range of cosmetic and reconstructive procedures. He will use that experience his advanced training genetic testing to help his patients fully understand the procedures they are considering. Call Dr. B today, 205-319-0316. That's 205-319-0316. Schedule the consultation for more information, t3hair.net. J.D. and Huntsville, real quick on the basketball before we uh, get to this developing story. Hey, J.D., how you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I was thinking about, you know, whenever you hear people talking about, like, predictions and things like that, especially, like, when you have Clay Travis on and he talks about, like, hey, this is what I see happening, you should, before you ask him what you think will happen, ask him what he wants to happen first and see how that matches up. Because I hate to say it, but more times than not, and I do this myself, what I really want to happen is what I really end up saying, this is probably going to happen, which just means that we all just have that bias we just can't get away from, even in the media. Uh, Having said that, uh, JD, ahead. interesting point. So ask us one of those questions each. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Lance, what do you want to happen uh, with the Rams next year? Oh, I want the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Who do you okay, pick to win so, the Super Bowl? I need to see how free agency shakes out, but I do think the Rams are a no, contender in the go. NFC. So we don't have to go any further. I don't further. think they'll win the Super Bowl, though, but that's what I want to happen. Yeah. Do, do me, do me, JD. I said okay, that all the time. Uh, what do you what do you want to happen with the uh, Alabama Tennessee game tomorrow night? 
oh, I want Alabama to win, but I don't think I don't think they can beat Tennessee with the way they're playing. See, you, right you, you no, got, no, you no got, it's not. No, it's no, not, no, no, no. You got to play Dudaway different, JD. Dudaway's going to do the reverse. That is not the case. That is not the case. Ask me something. He does do a lot of reverse. That's not the case. I mean, you can't tell me that Ziegler and you can't tell me with Ziegler and Dalton Connect. Bama doesn't lose at home. And Vescovy. Uh, coming to town, Tennessee's the best team in the SEC. It Alabama's going to be favored. It would be an upset, in my opinion, if Alabama beat Tennessee. But damn it, yeah, actually, how's I want it an Alabama upset if they're win. favored? Yeah. Okay, well, well, go go away from Alabama, JT. Well, remember, we also tend to lend too much credence into the very last thing that we saw. We saw, you know, uh, Connect just go crazy on Auburn, so that's probably affecting that too. But so Brown. What do you want the Nationals to do next year? And then what do you think they're going to do? The Nationals. Are they still at the, do, you, do you still have gear from them? I've got gear, and I watch not as many games as I used to. Um, the Nationals will not be a contender. So they will not even no, make that wild no, card. Even, uh, with, no. even if we add another wild card, they still wouldn't make it. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not going to add another wild card before the season starts, are they? I, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, 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 they will not. No, no, not so a playoff team. What about the Dolphins? Well, now, the Dolphins, that's a different story. I want the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. I do feel like the Dolphins can contend for the AFC. I mean, they almost won their division this year. I think they'll win Okay, J.D., let me flip it on you. Sure. Uh, When do you want to retire, and when do you think you'll retire? Uh, Guys, I will never retire. Um, I'll always do something, but I'm one of the – few people that gets to do what i want to do and get to get paid for it so that's pretty awesome we're in um, that club yeah you're talking to three you know, four five six ten thirteen people that are doing that so i kind of feel like i've been retired for the past 12 years i just get to enjoy what i do uh, and it doesn't seem like work because i get to make my own schedule and i don't i make my own deadlines so that's a little bit i'm not i'm an unusual person when it comes to things like that okay yeah, bad question fair, fair enough fair enough all right. Yeah. What do you think happens in the game tomorrow? Uh, I don't think Connect goes crazy. Uh, I think he will have an effect on the game. But um, I think that it'll be tight. It'll, it'll be similar to that Auburn game at, at Tuscaloosa. And I think Alabama can pull it out in the end if, if, if they shoot better free throw percentage than Tennessee does. Tennessee didn't shoot that great the other night, didn't hurt them. But if they don't make their free throws, because there's going to be some fouls. You know there's going to be some fouls. So Alabama's got to hit those free throws. Yeah, I do think of the officiating. Like, if you have the crew, um, I think you want the crew that was in Knoxville the other day. You don't want the one that was in Oxford the other night. And, oh, no. That and, was, that was and, and listen, I'm not saying that um, Auburn got the, you know, Auburn, I'm not saying Auburn got any calls or Tennessee got any calls in that one up there. I just think that game was officiated the way Alabama wants it officiated up there. And you don't want the one that was officiating in, in Oxford the other night. Not a, or the one that was in uh, Auburn the last time Alabama went there. If, if Tennessee shoots 50 free throws, Alabama's got no shot. Yeah, both shoot free throws well. Yep. Thank J- you, J.D. J.D., thank you, man. Okay, here's the developing news uh, from uh, – from uh, Kalen DeBoer, who we spent time with earlier this week. We got contract details. Uh, Can we take a guess? A very small contract detail. Michael Casagrande, I'm going to let you guess. Michael Casagrande has uh, waited now that the month of February is over. Yeah, that was important. We, we learned some details about this. Pu- public day. record laws now allow you to see what Kalen DeBoer was paid this month. You multiply that by 12, and you have roughly what he is going to make as Alabama's head coach. So... 
Casa Grande today now has made the request. He's gotten what uh, on the salary records. I don't even think you have to make a request. You just go online. On the salary records, what Alabama has paid Kalen DeBoer in the month of February. So we now know what he'll make at Alabama. What would you guess? Uh, I would say 800000 well, no, you, a little bit less. Well, what would you guess total? Total for the year? Oh, total for the year, I think he's going to be making eight and a half. Uh, I think he's going to make $10 million a year. As a reminder, he was a paid $4.2 million last year at Washington. Now, the, all the reports were he had a extension for at least double on his desk the day yeah. he signed with Alabama. And I'm, eight and a half would be double. I'm going to hold at $10 million. I'll go to eight and a half. This month, he was paid $834,978 in the month of February. So he's on pace for $10 million. $10 million. So he's going to be a $10 million coach at Alabama. Yep. I'm not entirely surprised by that. Again, we often talk about uh, the important thing is your, uh, not just what the coach makes, but also your, your assistant pool. Can you imagine being able to pay cash for a house in uh, one month's salary? I really could. And the funny thing is we were talking to him you know, about, you know, have you found a place to live yet? No, I hadn't even looked. Yeah, I've looked yeah. at a couple houses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his wife's looked yeah, at a couple houses. Yeah, he yeah. hadn't looked at anything. By the way, my, my, my wife just texted me. We made a ton of money when we sold our house when right. we started this, yep. and more than what it was worth when we bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just now texted me and said that our house and, and the, the one other, you sold, the one I sold, is now valued at seventy thousand more dollars than what I got for it. It's crazy. When I sold it two and a half years ago. House prices are nuts. I mean, I bought mine in twenty fifteen. It's more than doubled in value. Yeah. Wow. Which, which yeah. would mean it's nuts. Which would have mean, from what I paid for it when I first got that house, which is now 14 years ago, that means it has gone up $230,000 in value. It's crazy. That's almost double the price. I mean, $10 million for, for Kalen DeBoer. I mean, I, see, I've always said, like, at some point, some of these schools live in a neighborhood where you you just have to have. Let's uh, <laughs> get a FaceTime. Who FaceTimes at ten fifty seven in the morning from somebody we know? Yeah, it's well, the, one of our clients. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the at a certain point, you live in a neighborhood where you need to have the same house as everybody else, right? And I, I just think if you're Alabama, you pay your coach ten million dollars. If you're paying it below market value, you're saying yeah. I, I feel like I've hired the wrong coach. Look, yeah. and I mean, what were the chances? I mean, he still could have left Washington for the same amount. But if you're getting offered eight and a half at Washington, why would you lose? If you're, or why would you leave if you're only getting eight and a half to Alabama? Right. You're having to hire a guy and some of his coaches away from a place where they had just played for the national championship. Yeah, uh, there's a reason why you uproot and go there. I was amazed if you were not keeping up. Uh, when Kalen was talking to us, and it's one of the cuts, and you can see the whole interview at YouTube, but it's also one of the cuts that we have uh, that you can get at YouTube in a breakout and also in our Spotify Apple podcast that um, when I asked him, I said, is it good to bring in new blood on the coaching staff? And he just has two guys with him yep. from Washington. When it was first announced, Brock Heward told you uh, that one of the things about him coming would be that whole coaching staff probably would come with him. It ends up as just two guys, Sheridan and the and the wide Shepherd. receiver coach, yeah. Shepard. Yeah. At that point, it did look like both Grubb and Huff were coming. And those looked to be – and I don't know if you guys noticed this. It was either – was it Sheridan or Kalen that made a offensive line reference? Uh, it was Kalen DeBoer. Kalen yeah. DeBoer. Yeah. Like about how important that is. Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, I almost read into that, you know, the more important loss. And there were some people internally that said this because it's Kalen's offense is Huff, coaching yeah. that offensive line. Offensive line guy there. All right, so a $10 million coach 
uh, there in Tuscaloosa still. Just not named Nick. It's Kalen now. You can see everything we talked about with Kalen DeBoer, which got rave reviews for those that uh, follow the Alabama beat. I was going back and reading some of their tweets, LT. Your question and answer, they were like, this is amazing. We're learning so much about the guy. Uh, you know, the fact that he was on Mount Rushmore, that he, you know, likes a good steak and potato, but also likes Mexican food, all that stuff. In that interview, if you want to get to know your coach a little bit, it is there forever. All right. Top of the hour here. Show being brought to you by our great friends at Odie's. Odie's Tavern, it is Friday, which means live music tonight and tomorrow night. Both locations, the original and Crestline, now Homewood, the corner of Oxmoor and Broadway. Enjoy some incredible food from Rodney Davis, the award-winning wings, delicious burgers, great sandwiches like the Diablo sandwich. Hot chili, you're going to love that on a cold uh, weekend day. Make sure you stop in, check that out. Ice cold beer buckets full of Bud Light. It's Birmingham Institution, two locations now, Crestline and Homewood. Get in, see Will Haver and that great staff, Odie's Tavern. Follow Brownie on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Brown Live.